This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host Scott and today's all Benchwarmer game will be pitting the team of Eric the Elder and David versus Eric Ede and Dan. Uh, since I once again have decided to acknowledge his new persona, I will throw it to Eric the Elder first. Uh, let me know how you're doing, and we'll take it from there. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm wearing a... I, I don't want to break out your bingo card early, but I am wearing a hoodie of the arguably number one power forward of all time. Uh, Josh Howard? Yeah, Josh Howard. I, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, dude. I thought that was Candace Parker. Like, just yeah. based on the silhouette. Why on earth would I have a Mavericks colored Candace Parker? Hoodie? They make them in every color. All right. I get, all right. Fair. But let's just take another step in that equation and <laughs> ask why. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm doing well. Uh, we had a little bit of snow here. It is nothing like what I think the other Eric will be seeing here in a few days. It's It's already gone. But Nolan was very excited about it this morning. So it's been a pretty good day. All right. And uh, David, Mr. Lutz, how are you? I'm good. I I know this is an audio medium, but I am not sporting any fancy hoodie. But I'm admiring Eric's, so that's that's something. Yeah, and actually, we did this in the wrong order because it was Eric who came up with Eric the Elder. Pardon me, who came up with our team name? So I should pass it back to him so he can share. Oh, hold on. First of all, can, just because it's not uh, just because it's an audio medium, I do want everyone to know David is wearing his same usual St. John's Bay uh, fleece that he, that he usually <laughs> has on. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that is Cutter and Buck. You get it right. <laughs> when you started saying St. John's, I was like, I thought you were going to describe me as like having a priest collar or something. That was I was getting nervous. This Felipe Lopez jersey. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Eric the Elder, please share our team name. Yeah, I've never wanted to pass on an opportunity to rib the Astros. So while I don't have much to do since they won the World Series, I would like to remind them that there's a certain man manlier than their entire team who used to play for their team and so every time uh houston wants to crow about their no hitter that they threw in the postseason we'll just remind them um there was a guy who threw and this is our team name seven no hitters zero relievers i think i'm gonna go maybe it's a christmas present for you eric the elder i'm gonna i'm gonna go find one of those those uh, Chuck Norris lists of all the amazing things that Chuck Norris does replace search and replace <laughs> Chuck Norris for Nolan Ryan and then print it and frame it for you. So who yeah. says I don't have that on my wall? Oh, that's right. I already have that. <laughs> it's in the shrine. That's Eric the Elder's back tattoo. I don't know if you've seen that or not. <laughs> Just, Wait, it's stop, really busy down there. stop. We're <laughs> infringing on another podcast right now. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, since you heard his voice, I'll throw it over to, uh, to Mr. Lundberg here. Uh, Introduce yourself to everyone. Let us know, you know, what teams you root for, who you are. Um, we're not familiar with you. So please enlighten us. I broke my belt today in the middle of working right before I had to get up and like walk the, the floor for like three hours. So I was holding my pants up all day today. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> it's brutal. And, and of course, today was the day that I had to go up the, the stairs like five or six times to the uh, to the office and yeah it was oh, it was terrible um yeah that's it that's 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 it and uh 
Thanks for thanks for having me. I'm, I've, I've really appreciated. Um, this is going to be a, a great day today because I'm teamed up with Eric Ede, and we don't get to do this all that often. Although it's becoming more and more often, but uh, has it? No, twice, <laughs> <laughs> like three times, I think now. But uh, Eric has our team name because he's going second. I have my team, our team name because you told me what it was. Well, that's true. I, I would like to finally put this to rest too that, that i did not come up with this name this was not me i was on the phone and this name was sent to me so the inappropriateness of said team name is not on me i don't say it's inappropriate so much as you know it's just a a certain you know it's it's more it's more of a, a, a i can't even i can't even think right now i probably i have a giant snowstorm coming that i still have to go to work during um it started as a possible one to two feet but i heard today possible four to six so uh that's something different four to six feet correct so um a small person and a uh regular person um possibility so anywhere between spud web and <laughs> drew Brees. so uh our team name today is since dan and i like he said we don't get to team up that often but it is inevitable that we will come back um sometimes with more vengeance almost like a flare-up yeah some type of flare-up with vengeance sometimes sometimes the medication doesn't work um but we are our team name today is uh simply simplex you know i wasn't i I didn't initially have these two teamed up but in honor of of keeping this this theme and this trend going i'm all for it so let's yes simply simplex seven no hitters zero relievers let's get it on let's throw it to dan for the rule The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, let's get on to the game. Today's first quarter will be pre- and post-game. Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be four before- and after-style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Question one in pre and post game. Two-time national champion defensive coordinator who has coached five different SEC schools and attended an SEC school in the 90s before becoming a first-round draft pick. We're going to check in. All right. Seven no-hitters, zero relievers is checked in. Simply simplex. Talk about your flare-up. Or just the question. That's fine. How many, how many schools did the old football coach coach for that matter? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. He doesn't, he hasn't been not even close. Who's a big, who's a big defensive coordinator in college. All I thought of was Monty Kiffin, but it's not adding up. I don't know. Maybe if we work back to front, but I don't think we're going to have time to. Well, I mean, I, someone who attended an SEC school and was a first round pick in the nineties with no sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you have to go front to back on this, and we don't have the front. So, 
sport would be nice for the second part to latch onto something, but right. I I don't know. Freaking, I have I got nothing. I mean, without a sport, I could. I, it's nothing. Elvin Harper, sir, coach with the last name Elvin. No, I I, I don't have this. Give me, give me an SEC school. Vanderbilt. Oh God. Jay Cut Lamar Miller. Is he a defensive coordinator now? Jay Cutler? Sounds right. His dad. Mel Cutler. Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper. Percy Harvin. Mel Kuyper. Percy Harvin. Go. Checking that in. Lock it in. 100%. All right. And over to seven no hitters, zero relievers. What if we said that the first half was going to add a sixth SEC school to his resume once Texas moves over? I'm not sure that's going to help them. No? Okay, he was he was Mac Brown's understudy, and then when Mac Brown didn't give him a head coaching job, he moved to Florida, and then he went to Auburn. Will Muschamp Bailey. And... No. One team getting points. Correct answer is Will Muschamp Bailey. Uh, yeah, you really had to go front to back on this one. There's really nothing to... That's why I made the second one so vague, because once you get Muschamp, there's only one. But we, yeah, but see, we didn't get that. Part. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Maybe if you had gone to Vanderbilt, like Dan had suggested, you would have landed at this one, right? I'm not kidding. I, there's nobody goes to Vanderbilt, so it's all good. So oh, this this flare up, Dan, is not off to a good there. start. No, I meant I meant thinking about Vanderbilt people. I didn't mean actually going to Vanderbilt. Sorry. You know where there's a lot of flare ups, Vanderbilt. <laughs> it's the Arizona of the SEC. It's the Rochester, New York of the yes, yes, lots of flare-ups there. Uh, Muschamp was obviously defensive coordinator under Nick Saban at LSU for their national championship, and then also for Georgia uh, this past season. So, all right, let's just move on to question two, and we'll see if uh, both teams will be on the board after this one. Ten-year uh, MLB veteran platoon player who will be managing for the first time next season. And at the time of his retirement, his 318 career batting average was the second highest by any right-handed hitter since Joe DiMaggio. Uh, we're going to go ahead and check in, Scott. Seven no-hitters, zero relievers is checked in, which leaves Simply Simplex to talk it out. Did you, did you have something that went with Kirby Puckett? No, I just I, I thought I saw that he was one of the top right-handers. Average wise, three eighteen is. I'm I'm almost positive that's the right number for Puckett. Okay, and he's the second part. Well, there's got to be a Kirby there, then, right? I mean, or something like that. Skip Shoemaker. Yes, yes, that yes, that would do it. That, that rolls into Kirby Puckett, right? Yeah, so did a truck. Unfortunately, too soon. Damn. All right, you want to just go with it? I feel like we've wasted we've wasted <laughs> enough time. <laughs> you know what didn't take out Kirby Puckett? Oh boy, herpes. <laughs> if you'd have given it time, I really think it would have. Though I love Kirby Puckett, by the way. Just I just want to make sure everyone knows that. Of course, especially the Vanderbilt flare-up that could have taken out Kirby Puckett. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's go with that then. Skip Shoemake, Kirby Puggett. All right. And seven no hitters, zero relievers. Your answer. Yeah, we were very confused for a while, but yes, we came up with the exact same thing. Skip Shoemaker, Kirby Puggett. Well, I don't like the way you said it, but I'm going to give you the points anyway. 
Both teams are getting points. The correct answer is Skip Shoemaker B. Puckett. Uh, Shoemaker obviously will be managing the Miami Marlins next season. All right, question three, pre- and post-game. One-time Pro Bowler who owns the Panthers franchise record for longest field goal and retired in 2009 as a member of the Athletics and is the only player in Major League history to hit two grand slams in the same game at his home stadium while playing for a different American League team. We're going to check in. All right. Once again, seven no-hitters, zero relievers just checked in. Simply Simplex, you guys can talk it out here for a bit. It's it's Graham Gano and Okay. Nomar fits that. Did he hit two home runs in one game or two uh, grand slams in one game? I believe so. It was early in his career. Did he retire with the A's? I think, I think he did. I think he went there after he was done with the Dodgers. Oh, I forgot. I even forgot about that part. All right. Um, yeah, let's go with it. It's got to work. Yeah. yeah, I think that's got to be it. So yeah, we'll check in with Graham Ganoma Garcia Parra. All right. I appreciate that. And over to seven no-hitters, zero relievers for your answer. Yeah, we had the same thing. I, I knew Nomar had two grand slams in a game. I don't think I ever realized, because he's obviously not the only one who's done that. I don't think I ever realized he was the only one to do it in your home stadium. I guess it's harder because if you've got at least eight runs, you have not likely batting in the bottom of the ninth. So, uh, yeah, we checked him with the same thing. Graham, Ganomar, Garcia Parra. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is Graham, Ganomar, Garcia Parra. All right, we'll move on to the fourth and final question. He led a Pac-12 school to the most NCAA tournament appearances and is the bench warmer most likely to refer to him as a legend. All right, we're going to check in. Seven no-hitters, zero relievers checked in for the last time in this quarter. Simply Simplex, you guys can talk it out. How many University of Washington basketball coaches can you name? Not many. I, I know two. Who do you got? Mike Hopkins. I believe he's the current coach. Yep. Because um, he just was, they were just in the tournament. Were they? I feel like they were. I feel like I saw their jerseys. Maybe they were in a different, I don't know. And then there was uh, the other guy who took them there quite a bit was Lorenzo uh, Romar. There it is, Marcus. Lorenzo Romarcus. Ellis. Yep. I, I almost <laughs> you could have you could have asked scott he'd have told oh like marcus marcus oh no no, it's alaska (laughs) what do you mean i was was about to say the exact same thing i thought it was alaska also thank you good job (laughs) all right we're gonna check in with lorenzo romarcus ellis all right and seven no hitters your answer this is all you david because i just came up with the second half (laughs) oh did you So, yeah, we came up with Lorenz, Lorenzo, Romarcus, Ellis, Alaska. Uh, yeah, this one, definitely, it, it was probably easier to go back to front on this one. Uh, the correct answer is Lorenzo, Romarcus, Ellis. So points for both teams there. All right, after the first quarter, we have Simply Simplex with 75 and seven no-hitters, zero relievers with 100. All right, today's second quarter will be five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. 
However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question one and five on three. Entering the 2022 NFL season, name the five teams with the most sacks since 2010. We're going to check in. Oh, seven no-hitters. Zero relievers is checked in. Simply Simplex will give you guys about 30 more seconds to figure out how many you want to check in. All right. We've got, I said the Vikings and the Panthers. Eric said the Steelers and the Rams. And now we're trying to decide whether or not to go with the Cardinals. And I told Eric he's got the green light if he wants to go for it. So they've, they had Campbell. Campbell, I mean, he didn't have great seasons, but he was their consistent guy back in the beginning. Um, people forget they had John Abraham. Uh, who's the other guy? Um, Alex Okafor, I want to say, had a decent season for them. Um, and one guy that most people don't realize uh, had a 12-sack season was Hassan Redick a couple of years ago. Um, so... And I tried to convince him of the Packers, but he had none of it. So let's, uh, I mean, other than Clay Matthews and who's that other guy that just went to the Vikings? I can't. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like they might be close, but I just, I can't, I can, I can come easily come up with more names for the Cardinals than I can for the Packers. So if you want to go for five, um, I I told you, you've got the green light on this. All right. Well, let's, I'm going to go for it. Just, just, because okay. I got, I, I have too many names not to. So we're gonna go: uh, Vikings, Steelers, Rams, Panthers, Cardinals. Okay, got it. And seven no hitters, zero relievers. Your answers. Well, I wouldn't say we're that confident, except for in a couple of these. But we went Steelers, Rams, Panthers, Broncos, and called it a day. All right. So I will go through uh, the answers here. Number one. Um, the Steelers with 546 sacks in that time. Number two, the Rams with 541. Number three are the Minnesota Vikings with 500. Number four are the Carolina Panthers with 498. And in fifth place, by a margin of one team sack more than the Packers, and the Broncos are the Arizona Cardinals. I didn't like how that list was going. <laughs> so that is 50 points for Simply Simplex there. And unfortunately, zero points for zero relievers. Wait, so I so guess that's the, consistent. There are two teams tied one sack behind. Correct. Yeah, the Broncos and the Packers. So one sack and we lose 40 points. Is that what yes. you're telling me? <laughs> yes. God, this is worse than the bonus points incident of 2022. I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but you know how this game works. This I, I know. I'm just going to be. Was Carlos a- Rogers the one that did it? That's the question. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Eric, I, I think you forgot. I think Bertrand Barry had had a couple decent uh, sacks. Uh, Marcus Golden, I sent to Dan too. <laughs> Um, so I'm looking at the, the reason I asked I, the information I had was prior to this season, but looking at the list now, it looks like there's been no change with this season. So it's still the same in the same spot. So the Packers are six, the Broncos are seven, Eagles are eight, the Saints are ninth, and the Patriots round out the top 10. I still right. think our answer is right. I'm going to demand a recount. This well, when they said the, they're like, we're, we're between Cardinals and Packers, court. I was like, oh no, I hope they picked the right one. And then you guys said Broncos and I'm like, oh, well. 
Jeez. Well, ever since Eric, <laughs> since ever since my teammate became Eric the Elder, the salty title is up for grabs. So I'm going to make a play for it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, David, I think you'll do better at this one. All right. List <laughs> number two, most home runs hit during the 1970s. Oh. Okay. I'm going to go take a, I'm going to take a squeege. <laughs> yeah. I figured this, this might come down to Dan versus David with Eric the Elder's assistance. I, know, I, I think. I, I That's think what I'm I, saying. That's why I'm, I'm giving him credit. It's going to help me here. Let me think. Who who made it the whole decade? I I I'll be able to get this. Okay. Um, oh, David's already staking in his claim. All five. Yeah, I am. I'm calling it now. I'm calling my shot. Woo! I, I like that last one you put. Okay. I, I actually think my guy was, I think he's number one. Not that it matters, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're right. As long as he's um, not number six, David. That's right. Like I would have made it except for, you know, one. One was fouled by, 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 right, by three inches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't think of really anybody that I'd be confident. Maybe. In how sure. Or how. Not even I'm sure. I'm not positive how, on either of those last two that I gave you. What, what's your feeling on it, though? Do you have an itching, burning sensation? Like, no, I feel like they could be okay. anywhere you in that like range. I feel like it's flaring up on you. I was say, do you feel a flare-up coming out? Can we get sponsored by Valtrex? What are they up to nowadays? Which one do we want first, Valtrex or Meat Church? No, we can want we, Meat can Church Can we get first. both? Let's not get greedy. I mean, let's not, you don't, you don't want to... Sh- f- let's shoot for the sky, man. Okay. 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 All right, okay. we'll check in. Really? Okay, Simply Simplex is checked in, which means... Uh, Mr. Call Your Shot there, you got about a minute to give us all five of your answers. <laughs> and right. I will not accept less than five from you now after you did that. Oof. Okay. <laughs> so so the ones that we are a- absolutely sure are, are Willie Stargell. <laughs> Willie oh, Stargell. Sorry. Hey, you had your turn. Willie <laughs> Stargell, Johnny Bench, Reggie Jackson are for sure because those guys all played the the entire the decade. decade. And, and, and I think uh, – Eric the Elder threw out Bobby Bonds, which I think actually makes a lot of sense. He had to have had close to 300. These are not huge numbers. These are guys who are going to be in like the 275 to 300 range. So then we threw out some other names. Schmidt was a rookie. I can't remember exactly when, but I think he would have missed a couple of years at the beginning of the decade. So that's no good. Willie McCovey was slowing down. I threw out Luzinski. We talked about Krystrzemski. Hank Aaron retired too early. You know, Another name just occurred to me that I think actually might be there, and that's Lee May. Do you remember? Well, you uh, wouldn't Oriole. remember him. He played for the Orioles primarily. I'm trying to remember in the 70s. He he played for somebody else too. But yeah, certainly a lot of the home runs would have been with the Orioles. I think Lee May, the other guy, it's, it's someone like Lee May, and if it's not, then it's like Dave Kingman. But I feel like Kingman, he's really, Kingman, he's re- yeah, go ahead. Was Kingman late 70s? I feel like Kingman, Kingman was, was hot into the 70s. 80s. Kingman's, yeah. Kingman's, Kingman was one of these guys whose whose home runs like either stayed steady or maybe even went down and went up, but his like average kept plummeting. So like he was like at forty home runs hitting one seventy and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, and Lee uh, May was um, wasn't he in? Was he with the Reds too? Uh, he might. Think he was with it? the he was with the Reds at the beginning of the like in the sixties, and then it rolled in oh, okay. most of the seventies. Though he played for the Orioles, somebody else though it might have been Houston. He played for somebody random, but like by the time I was really paying attention in the late seventies, he was with the Orioles, and I think he had a lot of home runs. I'm actually tempted to go with Lee May. What do you think about that? Well, you called your shot, man. You got us into this mess. <laughs> you got to get us out. All right, so. 
then 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 screw it all. We're going Bobby Bonds, Johnny Bench, Reggie Jackson, Willie Stargell, and Lee May, the six million dollar man. The six million dollar man, Lee, Lee May. Jurors. Lee May Jurors. Yeah. I go with Lee, Lee May Mary or Lee Majors. Yeah, <laughs> Lee, Lee May. Lee okay. May. Yeah. All right. All five there, as called previously by David. Simply simplex. Your answers, please. Okay, so Stargell and Jackson for sure. Johnny Bench also for sure. Then Eric threw Bobby Bonds. So this is really uh really mirroring what the what they did. Um, but then I thought Dave Kingman, I thought Greg Nettles, and I wasn't sure on either of them. Lee May never came to mind. Um so we stopped at four and did not add the fifth one. But when you said the when you said Dave Kingman doing what he did, home runs got stayed going up, but his average went down. He was he was Rob Deere before Rob Deere was Rob Deere. Absolutely. Before and before Adam Dunn was Rob before, Deere. Before, yeah. Well, but Kingman didn't walk like Adam Dunn. That's the difference. But yeah. I mean Adam Dunn's on base percentage was still respectable. So yeah, we 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 stopped with the four. Um, Bonds, Bench, Jackson, and Stargell. Number one with 296. So, David, you're right. In between that 275, 300 range is Willie Stargell. Number two on this list with 292 homers is Reggie Jackson. Two behind him with 290. And third place is Johnny Bench. Fourth place of the decade with 280 homers is Bobby Bonds. So it's certainly going to be 40 points for Simplex. Uh, and David, I can tell you that all the names you were giving were in the top 20. Every single person that you went through, uh, you know, Schmidt, Lazinski, Stremski, Aaron, all of those guys. But number five hit 270 homers in the decade. I don't know what teams you played for, but David did. It's Lee May. So points all around. Very nice job there, sir. Calling your shot and uh, and coming through. Thank you. And we got we made up ten whopping points. <laughs> <laughs> it's, isn't this round just frustrating sometimes? <laughs> Especially when you goose egg the first one. Yeah, that was awful. Broncos. Yeah, how could we ever guess that? Right? <laughs> so far off. Not even close. <laughs> By one. <laughs> Dweebs. All right, on to the final list of the night here, and it's going to be the worst winning percentage in the NBA since the 99-2000 season. Oh, here's one. Has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, they suck. Hey, that's my team. (laughs) Oh, you don't know who I was talking about. Like, I think all those are really close, and maybe... Yeah, but do you... If I if I if I kind of squint a little bit, those four all look the same to me. <laughs> like, yeah, I right. I know. I, don't, I I don't I don't even if I like, squint just a little I, bit. Yeah. It's the same picture. Yeah, <laughs> Pam Beasley. It's the same picture. And and actually, it's starting to look three D. If I if I it's not a clipper ship, it's a sailboat. <laughs> um, it's two butterflies hanging their laundry. Clipper is a sailboat, stupid head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I get where you're going. Sorry, I don't appreciate you guys saying potential answers. You want to go with yes, yes. Okay, all right. We'll check in. Seven no hitters, zero relievers is checked in. Simply simplex. I'll give you guys a minute to talk it out. 
my two traditionally my two favorite teams, the Timberwolves and the Knicks, are both high up on this list. Oh, definitely. Wizards are the, trash. The, the, the two the two teams that we thought we might want to go see when you come to Charlotte are on this list. Are on this list as well. The Hornets and the Wizards. I'm sure all four. All Why would four anybody of them are... watch those teams play? Because Eric, it happens to be who's there with that uh, when I'm there. That sucks. It's like the uh, time I went to a midweek Brewers Padres game in like 2013. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's rough. That what you're saying is like rough. you're saying Bill Hall was playing. It's, it's, like, it's, it's yeah, I had to watch action. Clay Meredith pitch against a, a bag of rocks. It's like when I go down the road and see the AAA Durham Bulls and I see the same thing as his Padres Brewers game, I think is what. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're using our time. Sorry, right. you're right. They are. I'm extending uh, you. Continue you're, talking. Yeah, exactly. You had your turn, David. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay, you said you said the Nets. I posited the Magic or the Kings. I I just when I think garbage from 2000, Nets are high on my list but and then i thought the hawks too because they haven't been so good. high but they've they've been better probably over the last what 10 years yeah so whatever i don't know i think we're just we're at that same you know broncos packers is this Cardinals. by one sack again it is it's, it's by one percentage point i will tell you that it's, it's is it seriously by yes. one percentage point Oh, I, feel, I feel another flare up coming. Hold on. <laughs> uh, okay, so now that you know that that it's by one percentage point, do you want to keep going with this at the five, or do you want to go to the four? I wish I knew what they did, David. What'd you do? Answer we went for seven. Question. Seven. Well, that means they got zero points, Dan. So we should go for <laughs> <laughs> They said Broncos, so. That's... <laughs> We went, yeah, Colonel, right. we went for all of them. Colonel Mustard and with the lead pipe. That's what they went. All they right. went the Broncos and Lee May. They're, they have those are their extra oh, two. Jeez. <laughs> all right, let's. I let's let's. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. So four. Just four. those four. All yeah. right, we'll go with the Knicks, uh, Timberwolves, Hornets, and Wizards. All right, and seven no hitters and apparently seven answers. Let's hear them. Yeah, um, we started with the. Lakers and Warriors, and we worked our way down. <laughs> um, so pretty quickly came up with Knicks, um, Wizards. We were curious as to which version of Hornets we were trying to go after, and I think we just stuck with the Charlotte side. Um, Timberwolves, sadly. I believe we've heard them um, brought up in this context before. And then we couldn't decide between Hawks, Kings, Magic, Nets. They all kind of were roughly the same amount of garbage for roughly the same amount of time. And so we just checked in with Knicks, Wizards, Hornets, and Timberwolves. But notably, in the midst of this, Eric did say to me, as he often does, Eric the Elder said, I don't have any Thunder. And I said, I'm pretty sure the Thunder are not on the list because I misinterpreted what he meant. So So I have to choose my words more carefully. It's the moral of the story. All right. So you guys... Both checked in with the same four. I can tell you that all the teams you guys were pondering were the, the worst eight. So you definitely got the eight worst teams during that time. Eric, the elder, any idea who might be uh, second best winning percentage wise in that time span? 
second best? Oh, you're asking because oh, it's Dallas. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. yeah. We're really Would they be the second best in the state too? Yeah, it I'm would sure. Be the second best in the probably state. Probably by probably by a long shot. The Spurs are probably yeah. way the best. And I think it's it's not even close. Yeah. yeah. I think as far as horses go too, they're probably better than the Broncos. So oof. Well uh Yeah, we'll I don't know. That Broncos logo is still better than the Mavericks logo. If you're listening, Mark Cuban, your <laughs> logos are trash. Except for this year, they're good. The city edition are really good. All right. Worst winning percentage since two thousand, the New York Knicks. Second, the Washington Wizards. Third worst, Minnesota Timberwolves. The fourth worst are the Charlotte Hornets. So points for both teams on that. Very, very nice. Fifth place, Brooklyn Nets. Wow. I'm glad we didn't By one percentage point over the Hawks and the Magic, who are one percentage point above the Sacramento Kings. Wow. So we almost had a Denver situation there. Almost we... had it. Well, yeah, if I, it seemed like you guys were maybe going to go towards Nets. So you would have had all five had you put in there. That one actually surprised me. But then I remembered how bad they were for a while after like, Jason Kidd left. After the second quarter, we have a lead change. As seven no-hitters, zero relievers has 190. And Simply Simplex has taken the lead with 205. That brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. All right, for halftime, uh, since I haven't done it in a while, since you guys clearly loved my pre-post game first quarter so much, we're doing pre-post game again here in halftime. Uh, So these are going to be, at least one of these is going to be a sports-related movie, TV show, or song. And then the second half will be entertainment-related, not necessarily sports. All right, question one in my pre- and and post-game halftime. A terrific show on Hulu that unfortunately only lasted one season and an original TGIF show that aired for eight seasons. That's weird. I don't get it. It's like, listen, I mean, I get it. Never be as bad as your Michael Finley. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, um, I don't get it. It's that. <laughs> yeah. In which case, your Michael Finley is better. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Well, if what I have in front of me is the answer, then yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's eh, whatever. You want to I mean, go with it? That that has to be it. Because I just I don't understand the concept of the the halftime is what where I'm at. I, I that that's the answer. We I'm not coming up with anything better than that. That's the answer. Same. So yeah. all right, we'll check right. in. Simply simplex is checked in. Seven no hitters. You guys can talk it out. Pitch based on a novel by Sapphire. Right. So given that it's pitch. Something that starts with itch. Something that starts with pitch. Original TV. The Did only you TV TGIF show, show itch. Yes. I don't itchy, know. Itchy strangers. <laughs> I, itchy I don't strangers. know. Is there a show? Perfect strangers. We had Full House. We have Family Matters. We have um, the Hughleys. <laughs> Hughleys. Way late in the game. 
Okay, that's that doesn't count. I don't think that I don't think that was TGIF. It wasn't. Was that on UPN? I, I thought watched... that was like the, I thought that was the WB. <laughs> is there some show that's is is there some show that was called Pitch? Because I'm wondering if it's like literally a perfect it's overlap, step by step. Um, yeah, I don't know. I let's just say I mean I really don't have anything. Did he so really say the Hughleys? I'm trying not to mess up their talking out, but I've never heard someone be like, original TGIF, the Hughleys. Well, I was trying to think of any shows that were like, remember, the, actually, that was a different The Wayans Brothers. <laughs> Austin There's more? Um, I, I mean, I, honestly, Pitch, period. Unless there was a TV show called Pitch Perfect, but that doesn't make... Okay, um, but I sports related thing. I, I mean, is it possible there's a show called Itch? Because I'm I'm literally just trying to figure out I, I, sure. if if there is a show called Itch, you know what works for <laughs> yes. that. <laughs> yes, this show is sponsored by that. I, yeah, I don't sure. I don't I don't have anything. Do you want to just go with anything. Pitch? Is that what you're saying? Sure. Let's just say Pitch. All right. Our answer is Pitch. Okay, and simply simplex your answer. Okay, so I think it's more than just pitch i don't think this is a pre and post game i think i took some liberties but i i think i, I think you may two, have because I there's think there's I no... at least have two things that go together unlike the first <laughs> yeah, but there's, no, there's no connection there, there's no Wait connection there the 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 terrific show on hulu and scott vouches for it it's i pitch. highly recommend it highly recommends it is pitch yeah, right and then the there were only like the on on the first first run of TGIF was Full House, Family Matters, and the Perfect Hugh-Lees. Strangers. Oh, the so Pitch Perfect Strangers is what we checked in with, but there's no. Wait a minute, what? There's, there's not no pre and post game. That's, that's not a pre and post game at all. Which in in which case, Jermichael Finley still better. No, but it's not even Thank a pre and post game. But then his name would have never mind. I can't go it's back. Pitch, down pitch, Mister Belvedere. <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm, it's pitch I'm, the Hughleys. I'm still confused. What's the, what's the overlap between pitch and Perfect Strangers? The movie Pitch Perfect, or the <laughs> no. phrase, or the phrase Pitch Perfect. That's not a thing. That's not the way this works. That's the, that's, that's not, not this works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> Okay, that. Oh my God. Okay, okay. It's, I can see that this is a visual medium. I know, and this isn't a visual <laughs> medium, but I, I can see the salt just dripping out of Eric's face right now. It's, I think it's, he. Uh, so I think David has has I, just yeah, as much, plenty of salt not more in my salt. Partner's name. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of salt right now. But um, right, it's, right, like, right, it's, so. it's like a crappy Angelina Eric, Jolie. I'm gonna come up with salt. a. I'm gonna come up with a five on three, and it's gonna be. But the answer is just gonna be one pre and post game. <laughs> but I. Okay, I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna say anything. I. 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 I so cry foul on this one. It's not even funny. Are there bonus points? <laughs> no, there are no bonus points. Oh, all right. That's all right. disappointing. Uh, one team getting points. I'll just move on to question two. They got points. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Question yeah, two. It was, it was that TV show Itch that you guys missed from the <laughs> If there's a TV, if there's came a TV on after the Hughleys. If there's a TV show called Itch, we're getting credit. Yeah, I'm going back. That's yeah. what the I. That's what the I. I, I don't think for. it's. A t- I don't think that's uh, 
for TV, David. I think, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that's on MTV after Jersey Shore. Yeah, it's right Thank, after Skins. It was called Thank God Itch Friday. Yeah. <laughs> itch Friday. That was a better right. post game than Scott's, just for the record. All right, Question go ahead. Two. Definitely a pre and post game. We'll see. <laughs> Jury's out. I'll be the judge. Yeah. I'll be the Aaron judge of that. Song most notably heard at the stadium featured at the end of the movie, Ted, and the woman who had a store, a cookbook, and a food network show called Barefoot Contessa. All right, we'll check in. All right, zero relievers just checked in. Simply Simplex, talk it out. I haven't seen Ted. The end of the movie Ted takes place um, is is at, uh, I think the ending is in Fenway. Oh, so it's Sweet Caroline. Yeah. So and that works with Iana Garten. Sweet, sweet Carolina Garten. Yeah. Okay. Mike, Mike Garten, Mike, Mike Gartner's sister. No, it's Garten though, not Garten. No, same difference. <laughs> it's close, close sweet, enough. All right, Sweet Carolina Garten. Okay. And over to seven no hitters, zero relievers. I'm pretty sure Mark Wahlberg is contractually obligated that all of his movies take place in Boston. Oh yeah, within a. 20 mile radius. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so we came up pretty quick with Sweet Caroline, and then I passed it over to Lux. Right, Sweet Caroline played, I think, in the eighth inning, traditionally at Fenway Park, and of course, Ina Garten. So, Sweet Caroline Garten. Both teams getting points. (laughs) I stepped on your touchdown call. Sorry, man. That's fine. No, I mean, honestly, that's better. Both teams getting points. All right, we'll move on to question three. A 2006 football movie and a 2012 hit song that swept the nation after becoming a viral sensation. Ah, yes. I like it. Yep. Go for it. Check in. All right. Once again, seven no hitters. Zero relievers is checked in. Simply simplex. Talk it out. Anything coming up for uh, football? 2006, that's... That Mark Wahlberg won Invincible, and there's the Express came out of Round There. I don't know if they Grid, exactly Gridiron Gang, Gangnam Style. There you go. That's it. Gridiron Gangnam Style. You got it. All right. Okay, and over to I'm not sure who came up with it on your team, but I'll take your answer, please. Yeah, um, we thought maybe this had something to do with. Um, Rebecca Black's Friday, but we thought maybe, you know, Nightlight's Friday didn't really work. So uh, Gangnam Style popped in our head. David came up with Gridiron Gang, so we checked in with Gangnam, or Gridiron Gangnam Style. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is Gridiron Gangnam Style. I couldn't find anything that worked with We Are Marshall or Invincible for my 2006 football movie, so I went with this one. I had Call Me Maybe. Like, Yeah, I, I thought that might be the other song. Yeah. <laughs> Was that 12? The call, me, maybe. That is 12, yeah. All right, so both teams getting points on that one, and thankfully, halftime is over. I don't know. I liked halftime. The two the two of did them you, that were actually... <laughs> that were actually pre and post game? Pre and post games. <laughs> All right, after halftime, we have seven no-hitters, zero relievers with 240, and simply simplex with 280. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. 
We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be The Missing Link. Mother. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. All right, question one in the missing link. He was a fifth-round draft pick and a member of the NFL All-Decade team for the 1990s who won Super Bowl forty-five as a coach. No, that's right. I know that. Okay. That, that is right. Okay. So, All yeah, right. Let's, yeah, we'll let's... check in then. Simply Simplex is checked in. Seven no-hitters, zero relievers. You guys can talk it out. This is the Super Bowl where um... – Jerry's deal with the devil started to um, unravel, wasn't it? Was this the uh, the Cowboy Stadium where Dallas had like a hundred year ice storm and chairs started falling out of the ceiling? <laughs> and, and yeah, so this the Packers. Was, this was this was the Packers, and it was Mike McCarthy's Packers, and he's clearly not all nineties, so it has to be somebody on his coaching staff. Well, and that's he, not nice. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, and we were trying to remember who could possibly be on the coaching staff. So fifth round, but but all decade team in the nineties. I was drawn to Kevin Green because I know he wasn't that hyped coming out. So a fifth round could be right. I mean, he could have been any, he could have been undrafted for all I know. But fifth round could be right, and and he it certainly makes sense that he could have been uh, he could have been playing in the nineties. Had he only been playing for the Broncos, he could have had a couple extra sacks and we would have gotten that five on three. <laughs> Can we transfer some of those? <laughs> exactly. All right. So All right. so I think it's Kevin Green. What do you think? I don't, have a, I don't have anything else, so I'm good with that. Okay. We'll check it in. Okay. And Simply Simplex, your answer. We Once we figured out it was the, the Packers and Steelers um, thought through that coaching staff, and Kevin Green was on that coaching staff, and – Eric agreed that he very well could have been a fifth round pick and he definitely would have been the night in the, uh, the nineties all decade team. So we also went with Kevin green. All right. Both teams are getting points. The correct answer is Kevin green, who was unsurprisingly a linebackers coach for the Packers for super bowl 45. And yes, a fifth round pick in 1985. It was either him or Dom Capers. We weren't sure which one it would have been. So. <laughs> All 90s, yeah. All right, question two in the missing link. He is the only two-time Butkus Award winner and signed for a then-rookie record of $11 million upon being drafted by a team that he sent a letter to stating he wouldn't play for them. Oh, oh, it's... um. Oh, 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 I got it. Wow. The same time, yeah. both back, 
twice in a row, Dan and David. Oh, got it. You can That's check it, that right? in. Yeah, you can check that in. Yeah, we'll check in. All right, Simply Simplex is checked in. Uh, David and Eric, you guys have a lot of time, although it sounds like you may not need it, to talk it out. Linebacker. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, based on based on the rest of the clues, sorry, I'm concentrating on too many things at once here. He's the only two-time Butkus Award winner and signed a then-rookie record of $11 million. Okay, it's got to be Brian Bosworth. Upon being drafted by a team, he sent a letter to stating he wouldn't play for them. Right. And that was the whole thing. He ended up going to the Seahawks in a supplemental draft, and then, and then he got run over by Bo Jackson, and that basically ruined him. And we know it's that time frame because he wrote a letter. <laughs> but I should say he tweeted that he wouldn't go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't tweet. He didn't email. Didn't right. I, um... It's it's Brian Bosworth. It's got to right. be. It's Do the it. boss. Yep. Check it in. All right. And Simply Simplex, your answer? I don't see how it could be Brian Bosworth because he couldn't write a letter. He, couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote papers in college, Dan. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he, did. Sure he did. graduate a year early, you know. There were papers turned in with his name on them. Yes. Yeah, I think Eric and I both came to it at the same time, too. It's uh, Brian Bosworth. All right. Well, thank you, Eric the Elder, for realizing how I established my time frame in that question. <laughs> the correct answer is Brian Bosworth. And that's why I didn't give a year because I was like, well, you know, that's the era of <laughs> guys not wanting to play for teams and writing letters. So I figured it would help. And it Probably a sternly worded letter. Sign the Boz. All right. Your theme linked answers thus far are Kevin Green and Brian Bosworth. Question three in the missing link. Both he and his older brother were first round draft picks, just like their dad. The three of them have also combined for over 100 career sacks. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's uh, that's actually the answer to this one. Yes. Go for it. Check him. Okay. Seven no hitters. Zero relievers is checked in. Simply simplex. Talk out your fathers and sons. Does that work? Three of them have also combined for over 100 sacks. Uh, I mean, Kyle Long was an offensive lineman, but it doesn't mean they couldn't have combined for sex. Just kind of like, you know. Right. And it doesn't, it just says over 100. Yeah. Right. And I know Howie's around that 80 to 90 mark. Chris has got to be around okay. 70. I'm pretty sure they both were first, first round, round picks. They right? were definitely first round picks. Was Howie Long, Howie Long's got to be a first round pick. He had to have been, right? What year would that have been? 82? Maybe not. No, I think we might be in the wrong wrong part here. Okay. Uh, Chandler Jones brothers played. Did their dad. How about the Edmonds brothers? Did they? their dad play? I don't know. Maybe? I mean, if he did, was he a, was he a first rounder? I, I, I got nothing. I, mean, no, was I that, don't either. Uh, I mean, we may as well say the longs, but I don't know if that. No, I don't. I, the more I think about it, I don't think Howie. I mean, Howie wasn't a first round pick, but. Yeah. But I don't know who, who else we would have. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. All right. We're going to check in with uh, the Edmonds. There you go. Okay. Jim and Babyface Edmonds. <laughs> no, noted brothers. All right. And over to seven no hitters, zero relievers for your answer. We checked in with Bosa the Younger, 
uh, Nick Bosa. One team getting points. The correct answer is Nick Bosa. Uh, him, his brother Joey, and their father John, all first-round picks. Uh, John being a first-round pick of the Dolphins in 1987. And if you watched Red Zone this past week, Scott Hansen certainly let us know that Nick Bosa's sack put the family over 100 uh, combined. So your theme link answers thus far are Kevin Green, Brian Bosworth, and Nick Bosa. All right, question four in the missing link. His accolades include a BCS National Championship, two Fiesta Bowl MVP awards, a Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year award, and being drafted in the top five. He also won the same Super Bowl that I mentioned during question one of this quarter. We'll check in. Seven no-hitters is checked in. Simply simplex. Talk it out. I'm I'm pretty sure this is AJ Hawk. I it it makes sense. Um, I, he, I mean, he was definitely on that team, and around that time, Ohio State would have been playing in some big games. Yeah, they won the national championship in this time there, so I don't. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Let's go with it. All right. Well, AJ Hawk. Okay, and seven no hitters. Zero relievers. What was your answer? Yeah, we also had AJ Hawk. It all makes sense. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is AJ Hawk. I don't really have a lot of flavor text for AJ Hawk, so I will do a slight pause here after I let you know that your theme link answers thus far are Kevin Green, Brian Bosworth, Nick Bosa, and AJ Hawk. Moving on to question five, which is kind of funny now, but keeping with consistency, both of his sons were first round draft picks, just like the Bosa's. He was pretty good himself, recording 84 sacks of his own, primarily during the 80s. Check in. We can check in. Check in. Yeah, I figured you all could. Um, so I will throw it to seven no hitters first for your answer, please. Um, obnoxious. Sunday morning TV show host, Howie Long. All right. And over to Simply Simplex. Let's see if they decided to go with Howie Long or Edmonds again. We went with March shot. <laughs> I mean, Howie Long. The correct answer is second round draft pick, Howie Long, which is why it didn't fit the other one. So both teams getting points on that one. Uh, both teams have submitted theme answers to me. Both teams have submitted correct theme answers to me i want to throw it to the team that sent it to me first correctly for the answer but because of the way someone sent it to me i'm actually going to send it to mr lundberg uh for the for the theme here really that was uh you, you like that i i i mean it's better than the other one i got which was generic all right well i i sent my answer in as back streets back all right which is why I went to Dan. Um, <laughs> Are you sexual? Answer, uh, yeah. I, that's, a, that's a personal question. Um, so the correct answer is... Because the Simplex team. can help. If, you know. <laughs> yes, it can. Kevin Green, Brian Bosworth, Nick Bosa, AJ Hawk, Howie Long. The correct theme answer is the Backstreet Boys. Um, and because I did get the theme first from seven no-hitters, zero relievers... They will be getting 
the 50 points, the 50 additional points. Funny how that works out. <laughs> nice job. I assume walling on getting that theme nice and early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, puts his thank you for knowing up. that, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was. Keeps my streak going of not knowing any of these damn links. We were, we were trying to come up with Howie's um, and AJ's. And the one that people sent. Yeah. I, he, he, Wally uh, broke me. He absolutely broke me. Yeah, we were just throwing names out. And he was, you know, Howie, Howie Long, Howie Kendrick. And he's like, how we doing? And I was like, Howie Felterbottom. And <laughs> oh, that <boy>. sent him <laughs> completely over the edge. I mean, I was going to originally do Howie Schwab. But, you know, I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want to traumatize you guys. Here, look, here's get you. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to traumatize. This is, this is a, not a visual medium. <laughs> next question will be answered from an upward angle. Obviously, I, I had a ton of options there. I decided to go with the um, all white football defensive players to throw in kind of an extra potential theme oh, as it was going. Players. I, I, mean, I said, uh, well, the, the, that, that rules out the Edmonds. Front seven, front seven, all white front seven defensive players. Oh, yeah. Um, so I decided that because, you know what, if you're listening to this and you're not an entertainment fan, you can still think like, hey, they were all, you know, white guys that played football in, in the front seven. So I wanted to keep it to one sport to try to throw a red herring. But doesn't matter. You guys got it. After the third quarter, we have yet another lead change. Simply Simplex has 4.10, and regaining the lead with 4.40 is seven no-hitters, zero relievers. All right, that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Your categories for today are as follows. Question one, not a bench warmer, but also definitely a bench warmer. That's going to be in football. Question two, fall from grace will be Major League Baseball. Question three, old school boxing will be old school boxing. And question four, the dreaded David basketball question will be basketball. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one, the category of not a bench warmer, but also definitely a bench warmer. Having been a member of 14 different teams and counting, he holds the record for most franchises rostered in NFL history. Yeah, that, that's it. Okay. That's it. Yep, we'll that check in. right, though? Okay, seven no-hitters is checked in. Simply Simplex, talk it out. With the theme of the question. No, I know, but is that enough? Has it been that yeah. many? Yeah, I, I, yeah. So, yeah, the, answer's, I, the answer has to be Joshua Johnson for 100. All right, and seven no-hitters, zero relievers. Your answer and wager, please. But I'm pretty sure this is Josh Johnson for 100. Yeah, this guy's definitely a bench warmer. The correct answer is Josh Johnson. Both teams are receiving points. Um, it goes like this, Eric, Ede. Tampa, San Francisco, Cleveland, Cincinnati, 
back to San Francisco, back to Cincinnati, the Jets, Colts, Buffalo, Baltimore, Giants, Texans, Raiders, Washington, Detroit, back to San Francisco, back to the Jets, back to the Ravens, and then, of course, the good old Broncos because the Broncos ruin everything, right? Greatest job in pro sports being a backup quarterback, right? Bullpen you never, catcher. You, you never get hit. <laughs> Bullpen catcher. <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, probably the uh, long snapper. Oh, That's, yeah. that's true. They never get hit either. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, speaking of bullpen catchers, this guy's probably thrown to some of them. Let's move on to question two, fall from grace. This former Cy Young Award winner logged at least 10 innings with three different teams this past season, posting an ERA of over 750 with each of them. He finished the year with the sixth worst ERA recorded in the last 50 years. We're going to check in. All right. Simply Simplex has checked in. Baseball book boy. Talk it out. <laughs> Boys, sir. Plural. Uh, well, I mean, David doesn't have books. He has like old yeah. sc- scribes from, you know, the 1920s. Well, go ahead, Eric. Share what we Yeah. Share. So in following the Rangers awful pitching this year, I'm pretty sure one of those awful pitchers was former Cy Young winner Dallas Keuchel. And then I'm pretty sure, not 100% sure, but I thought he was with the White Sox and was awful with them. He was with them last year, so he could have carried okay. into this year, but maybe he just got shellacked, and so they released him. He was god-awful. He had like a 9 ERA for the Rangers. And he won the but Cy Young in like, bad. what, the mid, mid-teens, mid right? He won He won uh, he with was, the won with the Astros. Yes, right? he was, yeah. So that would make sense. Yeah, I think Dallas Keuchel makes sense. You want to check that in? Let's do it. Dallas Keuchel, 100 points. Right. And Simply Simplex, your answer and wager, please. It was uh, the beginning of a terrible year. Uh, for the White Sox, and yeah, he's he's trash now. So Dallas Keuchel for 100 points. Both teams are receiving their 100 points. The correct answer is Dallas Keuchel. He was terrible with the White Sox, got designated for assignment, picked up by Arizona, oh. and then <laughs> was even worse there somehow, uh, got designated for assignment, and then Eric the Elder knows the rest of yeah, the story. Yeah, it was not, not a very good last stop. On the question three in the category of old school boxing. Known as one of the best punchers of all time, who was the longest reigning light heavyweight boxing champion in history with a reign that lasted nearly 10 years. This individual fought in four different decades and lost his second to last fight to Cassius Clay in 1962. Yep, that's it. That's the that's best the one I was trying to come up with. Yep. Yeah, shoot. Yep. We can check that in. Simply Simplex is checked in, so now David can have his conniption uh, allowed so we can all hear it. So I have a, a name that... Go ahead. Well, uh, so when I think light heavyweights, there was... The first thing I thought of was Roy Jones Jr., and then you said Cassius Clay, and I went, well... No, 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 right, right, you're off by 30 um, years. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and then four decades also kind of ruled him out. Yeah. Um, another name that I remember from back that era... Um, was Archie Moore? Yes, yes, that's it. That's it. It's Archie it? Moore, a hundred percent. He was a light heavyweight. That's the name I was trying to come up with. That's a hundred percent it. Okay, yes, right. that's it. Check that in for a hundred. Okay, absolutely. Right. Check it in. A hundred. Archie Moore. N- nice work. Thanks. All right. Well, all right. David's enthusiastic uh, check in there. So, simply simple. Sorry. What was your answer and wager? I've looked at way too much boxing um, since the start of this podcast and. A lot of Muhammad Ali stuff, and I know Archie Moore came up, and I've read more about him. And then 
just clicked in my brain. It's Archie Moore. 100 points. He was champion from December of 1952 to May of 1962. The correct answer is Archie Moore. Nice job, both teams on that one. You know, something like that, I wasn't sure how difficult that would play. I didn't know if that was a well enough name to, but after looking at the stats and stuff, I figured this guy's pretty well known. So he trained Ali. Yeah, he did. Yep. Wasn't he? Yeah, I saw that. He trained some other uh, foreman, a couple other guys too. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was reading his his page on some website that is always accurate <laughs> and doesn't be, mess up my information. Good thing it can't be publicly publicly edited, right, Scott? Yeah, correct. <laughs> so heading into the final question of the game, we still have the same deficit. The scores are seven forty for seven no hitters and seven ten. For Simply Simplex, meaning it will all come down to this final question, which, of course, is the dreaded David basketball question. Hopefully this doesn't become a two-on-one if Dan actually checks out. Maybe you'll get lucky on this one. We each, do we each have to pick one teammate to... Yes, to yes, please nominate. Maybe you'll get lucky on this one. There is only one father-son duo to both win an NCAA championship at the same school. While the son is not well-known... The father is a five-time NBA All-Star, a National Player of the Year, and was named the Comeback Player of the Year in 1986. His jersey is retired by the college he played for and the NBA team that drafted him. Give me the last name of the family and the school they played for. If it's who I think it is, then that school's right. Okay, do it. We're going to check in. Okay, Simply Simplex is checked in, which means for the final time, Seven no-hitters, zero relievers. You guys can talk it out. So, so I'm keying on the first yeah. part of the clue on the first part about getting lucky. Right. Which I thought was a throwaway, throwaway line, and then I saw it in the chat. Um, right. And realized it was part of this. Right. And so, so Eric, right, Eric the Elder immediately mailed me and said, you'll get lucky. There's got to be something there. And I said, well, then Johnson would make sense. And there's a guy... Marcus Johnson, who played in the late seventies into the eighties, I want to say mostly for the Bucks, as I recall. And he was he was a UCLA guy, so I think he was at the he was the tail end of when UCLA was dominant. May even been on the Walton team, uh, the Bill Walton team. So he would have been like mid seventies, I want to say. Um, and I think he was mostly a Buck. Um. What I'm trying to remember is who his son is. I mean, so he definitely, it's definitely yeah. Johnson and UCLA. I might not need to know. And then no, Eric I don't think, said, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, that makes sense because they would have won around the time his kid would have, if he was in the NBA in the 80s, his kid would have been old enough for that UCLA, the O'Bannon championship, right? It had to, been. it had to have been the O'Bannon championship because that would have been, if he won in 75, figure that his son could have won the abandon that was the Tyus Edney year right right uh what year was that exactly I'm trying to remember 90 90 the next year they lost to Princeton 96 yeah somewhere um, in the, so I mean sure so 21 years apart that makes sense mm-hmm. yep all right okay we'll, do we'll, we'll check in Johnson UCLA 100 points all right and simply simplex your answer and wager please yeah, I caught on the hint. Um, and yeah, if you're welcome guy... because I didn't have one. You guys asked for one, so I added it. <laughs> oh, I. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah. So I know the the Mark was it Marquez Johnson. I think his son's name's Chris. If it's from the UCLA team that I remember, um, but yeah. So we went with Johnson and UCLA. Wait, did he change his name to Mahmoud Abdul Rauf? <laughs> that was that was LSU. Oh, yeah. That was LSU for one hundred. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that too. Thank you. A uh, lot to unpack here. So yes, you both picked up on my hint that I made two minutes before I asked this question because you guys wanted a hint on the dreaded question. Uh, correct answers are Marquise and Chris Johnson and UCLA. So Johnson and UCLA, both teams getting points. Also, I mean, I'm going to end the game with Marcus, of course. Always got to end the game with a Marcus. And also Deuteronomy because two Johnsons in the fourth quarter. Let's go. Speaking of two Johnsons. If you do. Wrap it up, people, or else you're going to have a flare-up. And, you, you know, there's nothing worse than a flare-up on Christmas. If you're lucky this is coming, or this is, enough. This is coming out around Christmas time, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Burned by the Backstreet Boys, which also might cause a flare-up. Uh, finishing with 810 points is Simply Simplex. And our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted I had to take away Matt Ryan because he's not the backup anymore. But you guys are receiving the coveted Sam Darnold Award with a score of 840 points. It's seven no-hitters, zero relievers. Congratulations, gentlemen. Well, we still are playing this game under protest due to that. A, a game that you won? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the principal in front of them. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I want to stand down from that. So, that was fun, Scott. That was uh that was a good time. And yes, even though pitch perfect strangers may not may go down in infamy, that was still a I enjoyed it. Hey, things but picked it. up for me in the second half. Okay, I'm a second half player. You are, yeah. Great game, Scott. Thank you. And uh uh Eric the no, I have to call him Eric Eid. Eric Eid and Dan, great game. Thank you. I've not come to praise Scott, but to bury him. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. I deserve it. I don't know what to say. It was it's the first time that this has happened. So we're uh... You know what it's not a first time for. Oh jeez. Wow. You know what see sometimes I say things that mean stuff, David. <laughs> humble humble for instance. Humble. I mean man. when you're sitting there opening presents on Christmas listening to this podcast with your children, um uh, make sure they know about Veltrex. Um, because there's nothing more uncomfortable than with a present between your legs and another present between your legs, you know, flaring up on Christmas morning. So Holy take care of it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Is that, yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I, you stole that from one of those G.I. Joe PSAs. <laughs> Body massage. Now you know. Yeah. And knowing's half the battle. Bottom soul. Oh, the good thing, David, here is that you can actually share your Sam Donald Award with both Dan and Eric in a few weeks in person so that's something you, i mean I'd, I'd honestly that sounds better than a freaking hornets wizards game i could probably enough. get sam darnold to join us yeah, <laughs> say, i love sam darnold hey reach out he's i don't know what else much. he's doing right now he's, he's holding a clipboard he is holding a clipboard. he can hold the clipboard at the checkers game with us <laughs> yeah I think that's more interesting than the than the Hornets Wizards game. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it is too. <laughs> Minor league to, hockey. We can go to a checkers and then a checkers game. Do you have checkers Ooh. in Charlotte? No. no. We have then rallies in Charlotte. We have a what in Charlotte? Rallies. It's the same thing. I don't think so. I don't think we have either of them. Oh. You have a Carl's Jr. 
We have a Hardee's. Oh, same thing. I'll be. Yeah, there. That is the same thing. We also have a cookout. I don't. So I have them in my backyard every once and again. I know, right? Like, I, well, the cookouts <laughs> here are about oh, the same size. Okay, Martin Lawrence. Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. I haven't mentioned meth in a while. You've moved on to Beltrex. Just in time for Christmas. You know what's a good Christmas present? Meth mouth. David's never stopping this recording. I can keep going. Yeah, I know. Seriously. (laughs) David, stop the recording. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.